What's good, everybody? This is your boy, The Ravish Rudy. And, of course, I got Jared, a.k.a. The Daniel K. Hey, what was the new nickname you gave me when we was on the phone yesterday? Shit, what's up? <laughs> Light-skinned breezy. There we go. Light-skinned can't. Light-skinned. Light-skinned can count the paper stacks. <laughs> <laughs> can count the paper stacks because I got all of that. You gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, so what's up, everybody? So this is your boys from Let's Find Out. Uh, also, when you hear this later on, NTG, take care and get better. So last week, we kind of had some stuff going on here. Uh, had another winter storm. Uh, I stepped away for a, a day or two. Um, I had some personal stuff I had to handle here at home. Um, not nothing too major. Uh, I just got sidetracked with the content, but I made a promise to everybody that I would make a little foot mix. And this is the beginning intro for that mix. Now, the reason why this came about is because for a few reasons, one, I happened to be just chilling one day at home, bored, scrolling through, I think it was Facebook, and I seen trolls, you know, clowning Flip, saying that how you want to go against T.I., T.I.'s catalog is longer, you know, he got the better hits, you know, didn't y'all beef years ago, he won that, stop playing yourself. Now, this is what I had to say for number two of the reasons why I did the mix. I am a fan of Flip. First of all, what people don't know or people forget is my man was like 17, 18 in Texas. Really essentially doing the same thing that we're doing, like creating a company by itself. Like he created his own label. He was self-made at a young age. People don't tend to realize that, like, my man was really as underground as you can get. But Texas is so big, people do who Little Foot was. So, you know, word spread it, talent spread. My man was a legend, like, before T.I. was even, like, popping. Granted, T.I. got more commercialed or more worldwide than Flip did, yes. But Flip has always been like a focal point. He's always been the man. And then what people forget is with Texas rap, yeah, you know, Texas rap did start with like, you know, the Ghetto Boys and Scarface, and you also got UGK. Then, you know, you got DJ Screw chopping up songs and, you know, getting more recognition out there. You know, but in like the late 90s, 2000s, like me and your age group, we know who Flip is. Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, mm-hmm. you know, little Kiki, all of them in the screwed up click. That you would have to at least give a partial recognition to Flip. And the trolls. They disrespectful. Like I know, like internet trolls, that's their thing. That's how they get their they likes. 
they they heart reactions, you know what I'm saying? But y'all gotta uh chill out on that shit. And today's mix will be it's a, a small microcosm of the respect of foot. <clears throat> Anything you want to uh, add, Mr. Daniel? <clears throat> well, yeah, like as, as far as the internet goes, you know, that's, I feel like that's, you know, that's never going to change. I mean, it doesn't matter how, how great something or someone is, you know, they, they're always going to find a way to put a negative standpoint on it and, and crack jokes. Like, that's, that's why I could really care less about what the internet says. Uh, they say everything bad about the best people. So I just look at it like the more negative attention the internet gives someone, the, be- the like the better that they are. You know what I mean? But yeah, Flip, you know, definitely has already <laughs> engraved his name in the game years ago. So it's like, if you don't know who he is, you know, if anything, you know, you, you, you know, people should be laughing at you, man, for like you not knowing who someone like Flip is, man. Like, you know, because the rap game in Texas is deep. It, like you was just saying, that so many so many popular people have came out of there and have engraved their name, is, and Flip is one of them. So, you know, I feel like these, like I said, these trolls, either they, they're just laughing because of lack of understanding, just because they weren't, you know, they weren't introduced to his music. So they're just going to laugh at, like, who is this dude? Or it's just, they just don't have a good taste of music, man, like, you got to have a variety when you listen to music. You can't just listen to the same thing over and over. Like, that's how I feel about it. And which is true. And, you know, like a conversation we was having uh, earlier about, like, you know, certain age groups keeping certain musicians, rappers, singers, whatever, relevant. And I think that's one of, like, the factors of people having like kids or too early or not having the right role models around them. Because, you know, you guys, if you had a a role model person that's diverse in music taste, none of this shit would really happen. And I feel like, not just for Flip's sake, but multiple, like, entertainers, singers, like, on a side note, I had went to the club one time and we was in the car playing UGK and someone in the car thought we was playing too short. And I was like, no, nah, that don't even sound the same. Not even remotely. Yeah, I know. And it had to be someone young. That's that's no, the sad part is they was some months older than me. <laughs> so it's like who was around you to like make you not know the cadent difference between too short and they, but he, yeah, I like, I agree with you, man. They, I'm over here sitting thinking like they don't even remotely sound the same. No. And what makes it worse, you know, there's a, a further West coast sounding between too short. No versus UGK. They more Southern. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, it, it was a tragedy. And it, it's not been just that. It's like when you play like older West Coast like sounding stuff. Like like you? Yeah, like so like another, another prime example. I I was at work one day. You know, I work with a lot of like younger folks sometimes. 
And you can tell the age gap when music is on shuffle. Oh, yeah. Easily. It's sad. It is. But at the same time, you know, it's probably the same thing that, like, our elders were telling, were, were thinking about us when, you know, back when cassette tapes and stuff like that were out, when we were listening to, mm-hmm. you know, the A and B sides and stuff like that, our parents were probably thinking, what, you know, what is this? You know, and then that's how they put us, that's how we ended up getting put on, on, on their old school. But see, we actually, we were actually attracted to that, though. But see, you don't, like, you. it's just like you were saying. It's like these younger parents nowadays who had kids too young, they they don't do what our parents did because it's like, I don't know. I just feel like they were just more mature because they were older when they had us. So it's like they could put that positive impact on us. Whereas, like, if you have kids when you're too young, they're just going to put you on this, you know, on I guess what, would, what people would consider is what pop music is now. And they're not going to give love to the history behind it, you know? Let's see, like... That is true. You got, how can I put it? It's, it does depends on like your parents or their, even their upbringing. Like, okay, like I use mine, for example. So my mom had me at 18. So when she had me, she was still young enough to be relevant in the music scene that was going on. But of course, you know, with her mom, haven't heard her age, so she can listen to her mom's music. So it was like at a certain age time, but you know, everybody was still relevant in the music scene. So they were still like not out of tune. And then now you're getting some, I think that's like a blessing and a curse of keep having like kids at such a somewhat younger age. Because now and nowadays, like if you have a child young, they're trying to stay to what's relevant. Not really trying to go back to, oh, this used to be my shit back in the day. Like, they try to stay of the now. And I think that's what's killing past stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's toxic, man. Yeah. Like, think about it. So, like, my mom had me at 18 in 90. So she was still like, oh, yeah. You know, she was in the Run DMC. LL Cool J in the 80s had me in the 90s and the music was starting to flip. She's starting to still go to what's being popular. Something like Biggie, Tupac, you know, Naughty by Nature, you know, any thing that was popping in the 90s. Then you also think about it by the 2000s. She's only like 25. Mm-hmm. So in the music scene, she is still relevant. So like when there's Nelly, Ja Rule, DMX, Jay-Z, like she is still at an age to where she's not out of like the music loop or what's popular. Right. So like, <laughs> but also that's still with like the time, technology, whatever, whatever. But we're not having that no more. And I think that's still on like, that's Coin to fuck up people's like legacy in music. Like, let's let's say if like Michael Jackson was out now, or he maybe he came out maybe let's say two thousand, probably wouldn't have the same impact because people will start to forget like what made them them. Right. Like we have like multiple legends that 
because we have people that's older telling us stories. And now we're not having that. And then that's also on our generation, too, because we are now supposed to be the storytellers or the people that should keep up with the the, the past, bring it to the present. Right. And we're not doing that as well. And that's another thing that, you know, whoever listens to what we need to do is we got to save the past and keep it going for the future because you know we get into that age you know we put in some of our throwback songs and these kids looking at us crazy like it's it's a, it's a weird thing like I remember one day on my phone like I said I was at work I don't know if you ever remember the song uh, Paper Planes yeah by MIA yeah. yeah so that came on one day and I was in the office, like jamming to it and singing it when I was doing paperwork. And it's like these kids were just looking at me. I was like, I never heard of this song before. And I was like, the hmm. fuck? And then, then I had to sit here and realize, like, oh yeah, when that song came out, you was like six, five. <laughs> yeah, but so, even in then, but it's still though, even in that defense, it's like it's just like you were saying with our parents. Like, even when we were six and our parents were like around our age, we still knew who, we still knew who, uh, who like David Ruffin was and Gladys Knight were because that's what they were listening to around us. It's like now when it's flipped over and we and we're our parents' age, when we were little, it's like when we do it, it's like kids, they don't know. They they just they don't know who it is when we, when we take it back a decade or two. And it's like, well, it's I ain't never heard of that before. Think about it like I wouldn't compare in my age to somebody like fucking Gladys Knight, but in the same like situation, just like how Gladys Knight's music survived by storytelling from someone's great grandma, grandma, aunt, great aunt, whatever, it should be the same case. And it was so funny. Because once I started telling them about the song, they didn't understand until I had to explain. I was like, have you ever seen Pineapple Express? They was like, yeah. I was like, it's the fucking song from Pineapple Express. And they got it then. They didn't really, really pay attention. Like they, they didn't they didn't ever heard the whole song. They only heard like the they only heard that part. So they, they, they didn't so, never, they, so even when they heard, they, even, they even when they heard, the, it was a jingle. So even when they, they heard the hook, a, yeah, even they, when they heard thought the, the hook just went with the movie. They didn't know that the song, they didn't know it was an actual song. Wow. I mean, everybody knows it's never, nothing in the movies ever just a jingle. You know, it's always going to be part of a soundtrack. It's always going to be a full song. Well, they you know, they you, always just play like a, a sample of a song in a movie. They don't ever play the whole song. Well, there is some songs is like a, maybe an intro or something that just like get yeah. the song going. Which, or, or at the ending credits. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm like, see, y'all really didn't ever know that this song was the song of the movie. Like, y'all never heard it. And it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of like in, um, in Straight Outta Compton. When uh when they was uh when they were introducing Dr. Dre's character and uh and they had uh My Life in the Sunshine playing like even though that was like only like what like about ten seconds or whatever until you know his mama came in and the song stopped I still knew I still knew what that was 
You know what I mean? Just by hearing that 10 seconds, because I knew, I'm like, oh, man, that's my jam right there. Like, I love that. But it's like, with them, it's like they didn't recognize it, even though they've seen Pineapple Express. It's like, like that's the, I just, I don't get it. You want to know what's funny? Well, the Boondocks low-key predicted this shit. <laughs> the, the Boondocks predicted a lot of shit. But no, like, I'm going to give you the episode that really predicted this shit. You know the episode when Riley tries to see a gangster delicious in the hospital? <laughs> and then they wanted to get jacked up and put them in the trunk. Right. And he was like, Yeah, I remember when I was younger. I always wanted to meet Ice Cube. He was like, The guy that does family movies? <laughs> so that that is like to me, that's like what I'm in now. Like we're actually becoming to where the point some people don't know that these people was doing other shit. Like, again, also with me working with kids, some people do not these kids do not know. Snoop Dogg almost got caught in a murder case. A murder case. They just think Snoop is just this elderly man who just smokes weed and makes food with Mark Stewart. So they have no recollection of at all of his discography. But well, nothing. About think about it. These kids at sixteen only know Snoop is like a a figure who smokes weed and makes food with Mark Stewart. Now that I don't get because. There's been videos and memes that come out joking about how Snoop gets his bag in different ways. Like the man has been on wrestling, the man has yeah, has been but, he's been overseas and made music videos in different languages. He's he's done so many different things. Like so, for people, even kids nowadays, not to know who Snoop is, I'm, I'm gonna put you on it's game. it's weird. I'm gonna put you on game. We're gonna put our mathematical thinking caps on. Drop it like it's hot. This year turns 18. Okay. I work with kids that are sometimes 16 to 17. So when me and you was trying to learn how to walk, drop it like it's hot, they just came out their mama. Some of these kids do not know that Snoop is like Snoop. Like we know Snoop as like gin and juice, gangster rap. See walk and I kill a motherfucker. We know that's new. These kids who are half our age, they don't know Snoop as that Snoop. They know Snoop as like the oh, I wrestled with John Cena, Hulk Hogan, or I fucking made a whole three course meal with Martha Stewart, or like. I mean, that's part of the problem. Like what you were saying earlier about how we need to do a better, I guess, a better job of. Introducing the the new up and coming to to our version now, well their version now of old school, so they'll know who these people are. Yeah, like it's like it breaks my heart to hear like certain things. Like they say, like I remember one boy was like, "Yeah, why people love Eminem so much?" And then I was sitting here like, "You never heard another Eminem music?" Like I'm not saying like Eminem is not for everybody, but for someone to say I never heard like. He's judging him off of discographies of when, like, he's old enough to, like, even hear. And I also think, like, maybe with certain people in certain age groups, it takes, like, time to mature, like, listening habits and stuff like that. Because now I do know some of my mom's music. I didn't really, like, enjoy it. Maybe I got a little bit older. Like having life experiences like love or death or 
certain things like that. So certain life transactions maybe make you like certain music that your parents like or whatever, which that can happen too. But also at a young age, you know, you hear your mom and dad play a certain song like at the cookout or something. It always sticks in your mind. Yeah. And we, uh, it's a double-sided sword. For the younger people who may listen to this, certain people that you see now that is famous, they used to be gangster. They used to be a little bit more uh out there like that. You know, now maybe they have toned it down due to everybody has social media and everybody has like a, a phone or a camera or whatever. So yeah, maybe they're not as gangster or as the person they used to be back in 2000 or when me and Jerry it was a little in the 90s. So they, they maybe not they maybe not that person no more. But for the people that is me and Jerry's age, which would be 30 and up, we got to come to the realization we ain't kids no more. Nor are we not the younger generation. We are young in aspects. We're not fucking grandpas. You know, we're not that old. But we are old enough to share wisdom to the younger ones, put them on game, put them on the music and the history that our parents or our older brothers or our aunts and uncles put us on. Because we got to keep that going because there are some cult classics that are not getting recognition that they deserve. And I'm actually going to embarrass myself and tell a story on myself how I'm not doing my part. So my brother is eight years younger than me. And I am sad to say this and say this out loud and Jared might find this as a surprise, but I have not put my brother on no Adam Sandler movies. Like none of the cult classics. Not the water boy. Not <laughs> it's sad. Not the wedding singer, Happy Gilmore. Like it's it's a tragedy. He doesn't even know that this man exists. What he don't know who he is? No. He does not he did not know who Adam Sutton was. Did not, but he does now. Not just by accident. He, he, I think he watched a click. Oh, like one of his Netflix movies. Yeah, no, like you know the movie with the remote, he can rewind time. Yeah, is it, isn't it on Netflix? I think so, but he didn't watch that till later on because that movie came out that like oh six or seven, something like that. He didn't watch this till maybe like maybe four or five years ago. Dang, so that I didn't know. Yeah, that does surprise me. Yeah, so but you know I also think about it like I watched some of these movies by accident, so it wasn't like my older brother put me on it. It was just like it just happened. You know, like I played football, so I just watched the Water Boy. Didn't no one tell me like, "Oh, watch the Water Boy." You know, like it just happened. Like, you know, I guess like me sometimes playing sports, I watched up like Happy Gilmore, the Water Boy. You know, movies like that. You know, I wasn't a singer, so I didn't watch the Wedding Singer. But well, uh, well, I guess I kind of got a similar story that mm-hmm. you know. I guess I throw myself out there for a minute before we end. Uh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't until like maybe about, I don't know, maybe about a little over five years ago, uh, I didn't know that 
<laughs> I didn't know that Joe Pesci had history as a gangster. Like I thought he was just that funny Man. guy. I just thought I just I just thought that he was that that funny that funny criminal off of Home Alone. Until until like you know I just did some research and then I saw and then uh, I also noticed uh, like because I like old gangster movies like all of them and I, and then I saw yeah, yeah I know I know and I saw him and I was like this dude look familiar and I'm like no bro chill that that's bro from yeah good fellas yeah because yeah, he because he's he's the one that shot that young boy in the yeah, bar yeah and I was like oh shoot I was and, you know and it just it's I had not, to start it's not a mob movie too he's in. It, it is. Yeah. He was in a couple of them, but, but I like the main one is Goodfellas. Yeah, that's, it, yeah. That's his role. Yeah. So guy. I just had to put puzzle pieces together, man. Like I had the pieces, I just didn't put them together. So that's we, my that's my little embarrassing we, story. You know what's more funny? What? They make fun of that in Family Guy. Yeah, that's another. See, that's <laughs> see, that's what made me start I doing my research. Not that long ago. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he picked the book. He was like, yeah, remember, like you may not know this, but this guy, he actually used to be like tough a days. tough guy. Yeah, he's like, but y'all wouldn't know that. <laughs> Oh Where well, everybody, uh, we got a, a little bit off subject, but it's for the entertainment. But um, if you do hear this um, separately from the mix, this is for uh, the intro for the flip uh, mix that I got set up. If you are hearing this without the flip music, um, later today, we got one of my friends slash also creators. My friend Alex from the Just Alex podcast. He will be here joining me and Jared um, a little, little bit later today. Um, we're actually going to throw this back. Um, we're going to do some a little bit for some of the topic we was talking about. Um, we don't want the style of throwback elder music to die. You know, like hits from like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and sadly to me and Jared's credit, the 90s because we are now three decades in. And you know what? I will also show love to the the millennials, so the 2000s. Some of y'all now are old enough to drink. So me, Alex, and the Daniel McCain will discuss music from different eras who was our favorite, who did our mom and pops put us on, and what makes that still a factor in our lives. So that will be part two of today's episode. Until for a little bit later, this your boy, The Ravished Rudy, and take care, and happy career, Ben Roethlisberger, and pays me to say that. And goodbye, Tom Brady.